0: The Flute Show with Florence Estrin here on virtuoseatmusic.com, I'm Robert Estrin. Today's subject is the three B-flat fingerings. Now are we talking about three different B-flats or are we talking about three different fingerings for one note?
1: That's what I want to know. And what's this all about? Maybe you can tell us. Okay, well it's actually two notes because it's B-flat in two different octaves, the low octave and the middle octave. But we have we have your basic fingering, which is the thumb, the first finger. I know that's not the first finger on <laughs> piano and then the first finger in your right hand and the pinky down and that is the the first B flat fingering I like to teach my students uh, and I'll tell you why in just a moment the next one that most people are aware of is instead of having to put your first finger down you can just use your B your B flat key, which is called the thumb B flat. And the thing that's great about that is you can keep your finger in that position for almost all the other notes with the exception of B natural and high F sharp. So that's a very useful fingering. And here's where um, I tell you why I like to teach this one first. Because as a teacher, I have known students who are either thumb B flat addicted or thumb B flat phobic. but I can tell you the thumb flat addicted ones are much harder to detrain and what generally happens is a lot of kids start in a band and many bands start in flat keys so the thing that's that's tough about that for some kids is that it it doesn't make sense to them they don't even understand what a flat is because they just know that they're playing this and, and they call it a B. And if they write the notes above the, uh, above the notes, if they write in the letters, they're not putting in a flat, they just say B, which shows you they are not understanding what they're doing, and th- these are the kids that haven't had like piano background or violin background, something where they understand half steps and whole steps. So with these addicted kids, the problem is is that the thumby flat makes playing so many passages so much easier than using this B flat fingering that they cannot use this fingering when they absolutely have to, because as I said, if you are playing around with a little chromaticism and you have a B natural next to it, you have to be able to use the other fingering. Uh, And of course there's that high F sharp course or G flat for the band kids but maybe they're not even up to that yet so for them they can't imagine why this is such a problem for a long time and so as a teacher you're trying to convince them let's just make sure you play your scales Do using- they
0: sound different these two fingers
1: well they sound very much the same slightly better with the thumb B flat can we hear the difference it's a very subtle thing <laughs>
0: Second one was a little louder, a little higher, slightly. Right. Okay.
1: Yeah, if you play them exactly the same way, that's what it comes out to. Very close. Yes. Yes. So but you
0: said there's three fingerings. There's three. Okay. The
1: third one is the B flat shake key, which instead of putting this down, you put this down. And what's nice about this is that if if you have a, a, particularly a slow passage and you want to have a nice smooth line, instead of all these see, there's three keys going down with this one. There's only one key going down, which is the same key that the thumby flat puts down, if I put my thumby flat down.
0: So why do they have two keys that do the same thing? That's
1: correct. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, but what, what's interesting is, you know, if I can get students to practice with this fingering for their scales, so that they are skilled at this, then I don't care if in their music the same scale it's not even an issue for them to switch over to the thumb B-flat. That's so it, just it, fine. it creates
0: exactly the same sound then. Uh, right. Okay, it's just a different key. you do too depressed to get that.
1: Right, well you're talking about the, the B-flat shake key now. Yeah. Now the B-flat shake key has more limited function. I once had a student come in and she was using this as if it was this fingering. I mean, she was using it for everything. And I was like, what are you doing? And it turns out <laughs> that for a while there, her flute was broken and this B-flat didn't work, so she started using this one. keys you don't even need on there, huh? <laughs> but it's obviously not as ergonomic. Yeah, and, yeah right. you know, So she was working way too hard to, to play all her fast passages. And, you know, I mean, it was, it was kind of funny. It's like that, that was a real extreme situation, but that was the only one that ever happened. Um, but what I'm, what I'm gonna show you is that in even like a short passage, you may use all three of them.
0: Hmm.
1: you know, in one phrase. And I'm going to play uh, a second phrase from um, the second move of the Poulenc sonata. And the first part of it, I start with the thumby flat down because that's just fine. Now I'm going to have a high G flat, which is, as you know, the same as the high F sharp, which you cannot keep the thumbie flat down. But while I'm holding this dotted quarter note E flat, it's very easy to just slip over out of the thumb B flat in a situation like that. Mm -hmm. And then I use over here with the next B flat, I use the shake key because I want to keep it smooth. And so it's all
0: about context, huh?
1: Yeah, I lied. I'm only using 2 out of the 3. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, it's all about context. Mm-hmm. You know, because And two of them
0: sound exactly the same. It's basically the same holes are covered. Exactly. Okay. Right. certainly very smooth suppose you use like the absolute worst possible combination of B-flat fingerings for mean that just passage? use the
1: other B-flat fingerings? Yeah, because that? that would be my because that's the one I didn't use for any of this.
0: Okay suppose you use that for all of it w- w- would it be horrific or, or No.
1: W- it would, just, would we hear the difference? You might you might not I, it's probably more something I would hear <laughs> be, because you know when you're really close to it the difference between this and this, you feel it more. hmm You know, and, but and it's more comfortable. As we, the
0: other way is that what it comes it's to more
1: comfortable, it? and also as we pointed out, the other one is not as well in tune. Yeah, right. It's a right. little lower. Yeah, yeah. So, so therefore, it's uh, you Got know it. not the best choice. However, that, I mean for something like this.
0: Yeah, and no, fast passages, whatever is gonna fast work, passages. Probably. If
1: you have a situation where thumby flat works for you, absolutely use it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But my reasoning behind practicing your scales with this B-flat, which is w- the one we just said, is clearly the, the right. least good one, mm-hmm. <laughs> is because there are times that you have no choice but to use this fingering in a passage because of the surrounding notes. And if you are not skilled at using it, it's, it's like hitting a brick wall. And I, it's very interesting because I had a student years ago and he was adamant about using thumby flat and he was very good at sliding around even in pretty quick passages but what i was trying to explain to him is that even though he could play f- fast he was going to be expected to play even faster and that there would be there would be the time where it was absolutely impossible to <laughs> right. use that thumby flat and it's really funny cuz i was harping on this with him for a few weeks and one particular lesson I made a really big point about it and then he said okay well now we need to work on my piece for chair tests in band and he pulls out this piece and there was the brick wall and -hmm. it was really funny because this is a kid that had a lot of dexterity on the flute and it had in several places of this passage he had learned for his chair test. It had places where he absolutely had to use this B-flat and it was like he was a beginner. (laughs) (laughs) And it was really, I mean, I felt bad for him, but it was like the best thing for him. (laughs) I know it was the best thing for him because he was very, also very, very focused on getting a good chair. It meant a lot Mm -hmm. to him, so he worked his tail off and, you know, he didn't get first chair, but he did well Mm -hmm. and he didn't have that phobia problem with the. There you go. <laughs> the, uh, this B flat anymore.
0: <laughs> well, that's a very enlightening three B flats tale. And uh, it's been a pleasure hearing about this. I hope this has been helpful for all you flutists out there. Thanks so much again. Florence Esther here at the Flute Show. I'm Robert Esther. We'll see you next time on VirtualSheetMusic.com. Wow.